Welcome to Live in the Life, a podcast that inspires and educates everyday people to take action and choose to live the life of their dreams. Hey guys, I'm Kathleen Holt. And I am Marissa Hammond. We're just a normal couple that believes a life worth living is one rooted in health, fun, love, and abundance. I'm Marissa, a life coach who's been in the health and wellness industry for over eight years. I'm fascinated by the human being, our bodies, minds, and emotions, and how it all works. My passion is just being me and helping others fully love and embody their true selves. I'm Kathleen, a personal trainer that has coached thousands of clients towards a body and healthy lifestyle that they are really proud of. I love lifting heavy weights, enjoying a good outdoor hike, or just playing around and goofing off. We've made it our mission to cut through the noise to give you proven tips and tricks that actually work. Each week, we will share with you our real experiences and the shifts that we've made to create the life that we have today. So whether you're just starting out on this journey or you've been up-leveling yourself for a while, we promise you'll find practical tools and knowledge to help you make the changes you've always wanted. Together, let's all let go of the old versions of ourselves and finally get to a place where we can honestly say, I'm I'm living the the life. Welcome to another episode of Living the Life with the amazing Kathleen Holt and the crazy wild Madame Marissa Hammond. Oh, I'm a little crazy today, guys. That's okay. Today? Sometimes. Today? <laughs> oh my god. Oh, so for those of you who don't know us, um, Kathleen is very... Um, well, amazing. Amazing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's a little bit more the emotionally consistent one between the two of us and I I used to just think I was a little bit emotionally everywhere but I'm realizing now it's more of a dysregulated nervous system thing and if I don't move well or eat well or sleep well or if there's new scary things going on in my life I go a little bit crazy and guess what that's I'm sure how you are too because you're a normal human being so Kathleen's just a freak (laughs) wow (laughs) no she just does a way better job at just consistently taking care of herself and then not letting her mind get caught up in all the crazy stuff that I find overwhelming and I've also learned that when Marissa's in her crazy headspace that I know what to say or at least I'm learning what to say and what not to say and how to joke about it and how not to joke about it. (laughs) She's learning. She tried to figure out earlier how to not say the c word the crazy word then she just called me in on here and I'm like okay all right. (laughs) You're not crazy you just act crazy. Great. You're not an asshole you just act like an asshole sometimes. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, yeah, so we want to talk to you guys today about walking, because this, I would argue, is the most important exercise anyone could ever do. If there was one thing that you were going to do and build into your life, it would be walking. If you're someone who's sedentary, if you're someone who's still trying to figure out how to be, I don't know, movement oriented, mm-hmm. <laughs> like trying to build movement into your life. This is the number one thing to start with, and it's huge. So, yeah, we're going to talk to you guys about that today and how you guys can build this in. Yeah, and I love this because anyone can do it. It's so easy. You don't need any equipment. You already got your legs, and hopefully, anyways. And, you know, you just throw on your shoes, and you go out the front door. You don't need to worry about 
am I walking right or do I need to cue my walking or am I using the right weight or whatever else it's just go outside your front door get outside enjoy some fresh air and some sunlight and just go on a stroll and if you're worried about getting too sweaty you're probably not going to get that sweaty so you can walk on your way to work or you can walk to a meeting or to see a friend or whatever else and it's so good for you. And this is one of those things too that like when you look at the body and how it you can help it age well but also how you can give it low impact movement where it's not going to like if you're someone who's still new in your fitness journey and if you maybe have some aches and pains this is something which is a very low barrier of entry and it's a lot easier for you to go through this movement without potentially flaring up things versus if you're going into the gym like that takes a lot more you have to be a lot more aware of form you have to be a lot more aware of proper engagement of different muscles and how you're moving through things so if you're like well this I don't know how to do it properly and that's one of your big barriers to exercising it's like walking isn't something that you have to think about how do I do this properly it's about get up and get outside and it's also it's so amazing and easy to fit in in the sense that you don't have to take all this time like Kathleen said to ahead of time put on new workout clothes and if you're gonna get all sweaty afterwards maybe have the the shower afterwards like if you know that and if you know you're someone who sweats a lot well even just while walking awesome slow it down even more like it's not about forcing yourself to to make this a workout it's about getting out and getting a bit of movement and it makes such a difference for you right now for sure in regards to your physical and mental health but years down the road too if you're walking and if you build yourself up and if you start doing those 10 15 to 20,000 steps a day you're going to be feeling amazing way later into your 80s and 90s just because you've done this repetitively repetitively and your body will keep up its strength and fitness to be able to handle keep doing this as long as you do it repeatedly yeah I mean this is something that we're built to do I had a client who I was seeing today actually and he's one of those people that are on again off again on again off again and really has a hard time with consistency and even consistently walking every day like He'll, he'll look at the end of the day at his steps on his watch and it'll be like 2,000, which is very low, or 1,000. And, you know, he, he does a lot of desk work and he'll tell me when I'll ask him, I'm like, okay, did you walk today? And he's like, you know what? It's really busy at work. I'm going to have this deadline by two weeks from now and then I'll start. And this has been the story for so long with him. There's always something busy at work or there's there's always... Um, a certain amount of time that he can walk for, you know, I'll, I'll walk for two weeks before I go on vacation or whatever else. And it's just super inconsistent. And I had to tell him, like, I know it's busy for you, but we've seen over the years that life is always going to be busy. And so you need to realize that you're the one who's making the decision. And there's no right or wrong decision when it comes to deciding to go outside for walks or not. But you have to take responsibility that you're the one making the decision. And if you're deciding to not even walk in the day, then you're deciding to be more unhealthy. You're deciding to potentially have... um poor health down the road and potentially be more of a burden on your family and 
have low energy and be overweight. And it has to be something, just like brushing your teeth, that's not necessarily this super exciting, fun thing. It's not like I wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait to go outside for a walk. It feels really good after I do it. It's it's super grounding. I, I like being outdoors, but it's not something that I get like crazy fired up about. But just like brushing my teeth, I know that on a daily basis, it gets me closer to my goals. It makes me feel really good. It's very healthy for my body. And it's not a if I'm going to walk, it's a when am I going to walk today? And I can tell you, I've definitely struggled with this sometimes and either in regards to whether it's walking or nutrition or going to the gym or putting myself to sleep like I'm like do I have to do this like is it actually that important and the answer is yes there is no way around it if you're listening to this if you're a human being with a human body you have to move and if you do not you're going to get sick that's you choosing to have a more healthy a lifestyle and it's not, this is not something you can argue with. This is not something you can say, maybe I can get away with this, that, the other thing. No, like your body is going to tell you, this is what I need and this is how it is. And I understand some people do have a busy life and maybe in this moment today, you can't instantly shift everything and suddenly go from whatever it is, your 2000 up to 10,000 and just maintain that moving forward. But if you are conscious about it and you create these lifestyle shifts, this week you can do 2,000 every day. Next week you can do 3,000 every day. The week after that, four. And then within two months, you'll be up to that 10,000 if you're intentional about it. And this is where with my clients, a lot of things, the work that I do is helping people organize their minds and their schedules so that way they actually show up and do these basic things so they feel amazing. Like I have to work through this with so many people because the reality is, is some people, their lifestyle, especially if they have a desk job, it's not set up and designed to keep them moving. So we have to intentionally build it in and prioritize it. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. That's just how it is. And saying your life is busy is not going to change the fact that your body is going to get sick and deteriorate if you do not do this. This is not an optional thing if you want to have a long, healthy life and good relationships and be able to actually feel good. This is a non-negotiable. And the faster you can get your mind to realize this, the faster you're going to be like, oh, okay, now I actually have to go do this. It's the same thing with people with sleep. When they realize, oh, it's actually necessary for me to sleep a certain amount, that's when we prioritize it because it's hilarious. There's people who say, well, there's no way I can add in a 15-minute walk, but suddenly then five more emails have to be replied to and they find 45 minutes extra time to do work. How is that even possible? And binge watch the whole new season of Lord of the Rings on Amazon Prime. Exactly. Like It's like there's so many things that we actually do have time for as long as we set our boundaries and we really focus on the things that we do want to do more of and say okay that means I might have to take a break from some of these other things that aren't as important but we don't like to do that we don't like to set the boundaries because if we realized wait a second I'm the one who's choosing to not feel good by not going on this walk because then it would mean that I would have to say no to my tv no we don't want to look at that we would just want to say no I'll just watch my tv and it's easier for me to just say I don't have enough time but you have to really come to terms with the reality that you as a human being need to be having a minimum of 10,000 steps a day minimum 
if you want to be feeling good. That's it. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You will survive without binge-watching that entire (laughs) season of The Lord of the Rings. It's not very good anyways. (laughs) (laughs) But you're not going to. You're going to die young or you're going to have years of pain or where you can't fully be alive and experience life if you don't do this. And I hate motivating people from a place of fear. That's something... I really check in with myself and I'm like, how can I get people to connect to this thing that they love? This idea of feeling so amazing, having physical and mental health and being able to be there for their kids, their grandkids, go on these adventures. I love motivating people from that place. But the reality is, is that sometimes that's not enough because in the moment we go, okay, do I go on the walk or do I watch the TV show? Do I go on the walk or do I... script scroll through my phone for a bit do I go on the walk no it's raining so I'll just I'll just sit on the couch and read a book instead like reading a book can be great but it's not the same as walking right that's the thing too is you can't replace walking with other good things walking is irreplaceable you have to be moving so checking in with yourself and being like okay like how is it that you are currently viewing walking what's your relationship like with walking And how can you shift it so that way it becomes a non-negotiable and a priority in your life so it happens on a consistent basis and that's just part of how you live. Yeah, and if you're someone like Marissa said who you've decided to set your life up in a way, maybe you've decided to, and I'm intentionally saying decided to because I want to make sure that people understand that they chose their life. So you've maybe decided to have a very busy, very high-stress job. Maybe you've decided to have a family with young kids. Maybe you've decided to also have a partner who also works. So maybe you've decided to not have a lot of time in your day, and that's okay. And maybe you find yourself not having a full 40 minutes to go outside for a good long walk. You can give yourself like three 10-minute walks after each meal, and that's 30 minutes of walking. 10 minutes after each meal, that's nothing. Yet you're getting outside for 30 minutes for a good 30-minute walk. That's a good amount of steps throughout the day and you can easily fit that into your day. Yeah, it's and like the 30 minutes after each meal is also great because then on the digestion side of things, yeah. that one's going to be so huge. And something else... Talking about your poop being so huge. What? <laughs> She's... No, I don't understand what goes on in her mind. And she calls me the crazy one. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Weirdo. Um, I don't even know what I was saying now because this weirdo here. But yeah, walking is super, super healthy. Um, I know for myself, I like to go for walks with a podcast in sometimes. And that can be helpful or not helpful. If you're someone who gets bored on their walks, I would check in and find out why that is. I know for myself, I find it hard sometimes to to be bored on my walk. So even though I want to go with a podcast, I will intentionally leave my phone at home and just go for a walk in silence. Because throughout your day, in today's world with all the technology there's not often times when you just have silence so I would say if you're someone who goes out for your walks and you're bombarded with meetings and emails and kids and tv and all of the noise 
that try to go for a silent walk if you can. That's actually what I did this morning. So like we said at the beginning of this, I'm a little crazy today. That's okay. This happens. <laughs> but I went out this morning and I was like, I can't listen to anything because what happens when I get to a place where I'm overstimulated is I get so used to there always being something there. And as soon as there's nothing, I'm just flooded with this sense of over overstimulation. Like I can feel my whole nervous system like micro vibrating and it's super uncomfortable, but just filling it with more noise gives it more stimulation. It doesn't actually allow it to settle. So sometimes like this morning, I have to force myself to go out for the walk anyways, not necessarily because I'm in love with the process, but because I know it's going to help me feel good. It's the same as like Kathleen was talking about before with brushing your teeth. You build these habits, not necessarily because you love the process in the moment, but because it feels good, right? Like who out there loves mowing the lawn all the time? Some people do. Some people, they find it relaxing. Like who loves doing the laundry? Same thing. Some people do, but there's a lot of these things in our life that we do not because we love them, but because they're necessary in order to be able to sustain a certain lifestyle that we want to be able to live. We want to live in a house that looks nice because the lawn's cut. We want to live in a house that's clean because it feels good. The same way you want to live with a body that feels healthy and full of energy because that also feels good. So sometimes you're going to just have to do things that don't feel good in the moment. Deal with it because it's giving you something else. So like check in and be like, are you expecting everything to always feel good and amazing all the time and that it should always be fun and entertaining you and feel awesome? Because that's not how it is. And when you're looking for that, that's when people end up not taking care of themselves because they just go to whatever's going to make them feel good in the moment, which usually tends to be the things that don't actually lead to creating a life which is going to feel good in the long run, right? Imagine if you never did the laundry or mowed the lawn, like you would be recycling underwear. That's gross. So (laughs) (laughs) like you're just going to have to do this. You're going to have to walk, even if it's not fun. And I know like for myself, I also love walking in the morning because one is is obviously the movement piece, but it's a great way to also get that fresh air and allow my body and my brain to start to get turned on. So that way, Kathleen's making faces as soon as I said that. <laughs> um, Giggity. So that way it feels good and it's like it's actually activated and it can then be prepared to handle the tasks of the day. It's so much easier with that movement, with that sunlight and it's a really quick and easy way to do it where you don't overthink it. You wake up, you put on your stuff, you get outside and you get it done. And I think that that's where this one other thing that I want to really remind you about is, especially if you live in Canada where it's cold, you have to make sure you have the appropriate gear to be able to walk in the weather, whatever weather you guys experience, wherever you're at, make sure you have the appropriate gear because if you don't, then if you wake up that morning, you look outside and if it's raining or if it's a few degrees colder or hotter than what you were expecting... And if you're not prepared for that, that little barrier is going to be enough for you to say, oh, well, I just won't go on my walk today, which is going to hold you back, which again, everything's going to then start to feel horrible because you're not taking care of your body. (laughs) This is making me laugh and think about a client that I have. So this person told me that they wanted to train outside. They're like, yeah, I think it would be really nice before the cold weather really kicks in because we're in Canada and it's going to be winter in the next few months they're like oh I think we should take advantage and go outside I I think that that would be really good for me and I was like awesome cool and I started calling them Goldilocks because every time I show up I'm like all right you're ready to go in the backyard and train and they're like oh it's it's too hot 
like, okay. And then the next day I come and they're like, oh, it's like kind of rainy out. And then, okay. And then the next day it's too cold or too humid. And so I finally, I was like, holy Goldilocks it's too hot, too cold, too lumpy, too hard. And so <laughs> you, you just, like Marissa said, it's not always going to be ideal weather, but getting yourself outside anyways and being okay with being a little bit uncomfortable and working on your self-resiliency, probably not a bad thing. Yeah, and especially if you're someone who struggles with mental health, I can tell you it's way more uncomfortable to be struggling with mental health, anxiety, depression, whatever else you deal with, than it is to go on a walk in the rain. Yeah, you're going to have maybe a couple minutes or hours of feeling uncomfortable, but that versus constantly living in a place where you feel completely disconnected from your body or living in anxiety or terror or where you are just so low that you want to disconnect from life like that's not fun and this is the reality of what we're seeing is a lot of mental health illnesses are becoming very predominant because people aren't taking care of themselves so like you've got to really prioritize yourself and realize that you can feel amazing and yes it's going to take a bit of work and consistency and showing up for yourself but don't over complicate it like start with the basics start with making sure you get out walking it's going to give you so much and if like I said if there's no other exercise you do if all you do is build yourself up so you're doing 10,000 steps a day that's going to be a start where then you can build off of that and then you'll be able to go and you can start adding and doing your resistance training two to three times a week then you can add in maybe some runs or some cardio but like don't over complicate it start with the basics get yourself walking it'll change your life it's funny, when I first started as a personal trainer, usually you do an intake where you get a good idea of like where their current activity is. And so one of the questions was, like, what are you currently doing for your activity on a daily and weekly basis? And I would have some people um, come in, and I remember specifically like older people coming in when I'd ask them that question, they'd say, oh, I walk every day. And I, as a new trainer, I'd kind of scoff at that and be like, walking, that's not exercise. I'm talking like workouts. Come on, people. But then as I spent more and more time with clients and as I really honed in my skills as a personal trainer, I now don't scoff at that. And I really value that daily light movement of walking and usually the people like the the older people who have been walking consistently forever and they do it no matter what just like brushing their teeth they're usually one of the healthiest people coming to see me and so remember that walking can be a workout too and walking is a valid form of exercise and I would argue that it is the best form of exercise for longevity. And if you're not doing it, then that's where you need to start. Mm -hmm. That's it. So challenge you guys to look at yourself, like be real. Like, okay, are you having an average of 10,000 steps every day this past week? If no, then say, okay, how can you intentionally start to build this 
up moving forward. And if you're someone who struggles with this, if you're like, okay, how do I actually get myself to organize my schedule? How do I get myself to show up? How do I hold myself accountable to this? Or if you find that you're so overwhelmed with work, like Kathleen was talking about before, where you're like, I don't know how to fit this in then this is something I'm so happy to help you with. And starting in October, on the week of October 3rd, I will be taking on one new life coaching client. So if you would like help with this and you want help organizing your schedule and figuring these things out and working through some of your own barriers, shoot me a message. You can either send me a message through Instagram or you can contact me through my website. All the information's there and it's in the show notes below. And this is what we work through. We figure out how do we build up these basics? How do we build up these habits so that can support you so that way you feel good physically and mentally so that way you can go out and actually show up for your life the way you want to. You can show up for your employees. You can show up for your job. You can show up for your kids and you can show up especially for yourself and your wants and your dreams. So if you want help with this, like I said, contact me below. I will be taking on one person for the beginning of October. And yeah, I would love to be able to help support you in this and you to feel amazing. And I'll also be offering, it's kind of like a dog walking service, except for I'll bring my car to your house and pick up all the people along the way and we'll go to the park and walk together. <laughs> Kathleen is being a shit again. <laughs> So instead of getting a dog walker for your dog, you can get a people walker for you. And I'll, I'll come walk you for only $30 an hour. Oh my gosh. Actually, that would be actually a really great service. You could like put together like a walking group because it's like it's like a group personal trainer, except for you can take them, you can put them on dog walks. You can, you can get them matching collars too. That <laughs> matching t-shirts and I'll, I'll show up in a big van and like load everyone in and we'll go to the park and... <laughs> Kathleen is entertaining. <laughs> All right, guys. So, yeah, like Marissa said, if you're not walking, do that. If you need more assistance and accountability, contact her. Don't contact me for the walking service because that's not actually a thing. And, guys, keep living your best life. We're here to support you. We're sending you so much love and keep living the life. You got this. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope that you got tons of value from this episode. If you did, we would love it if you tagged us on Instagram with your biggest takeaways so we can celebrate this journey with you. Our handles are at marissa.hammond and at kathleen.holt underscore. We totally get that it's not always easy, so please know that we're so proud of all the work you're doing and how you're choosing to show up for yourself. If you'd like to dive deeper, check out our websites listed below in the show notes for more free resources and tools. Until next time, keep living the life.